Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. The LSU Tigers. LSU wins the BC. One team, one heartbeat. The New Orleans Hornets select Anthony Davis. And that's him. Mardi Gras about to break out. Talk here. about my Saints. To the 20. Geis. Touchdown. Who that? This is the Chris Gordy Show. Hour number two underway here on the Chris Gordy Show. Chris Gordy, Mike Connor, with you. Can... Jump in the show if you want at 504-260-1280, Don't be scared. You can uh, tweet at us. I'm at Chris Gordy on Twitter. He is at MC790. Or you can email the show, Chris at Sports1280.com. Tons of ways to get involved with the show. The next person that calls the show. We'll what are you a, doing? We'll oh. get a personal autograph from me. Headshot. I got five by sevens, baby. Yeah, nobody wants that. I'm kidding. I don't have any of those. Yeah. And, ring, and plus ring, you, ring, you'd ring, have ring. To, <laughs> Whoa, look at that. The phone's ringing. <laughs> you'd have to... Uh, Ladies, if you're out there, I could, go, I could send you a different picture. You'd have to go to Walgreens and get those printed up. And, I mean, it'll just take a while. It's not worth the trouble. Nah, you know. Uh, I'll try. N- normally, we'd be joined by Greg Bedard in this segment. Uh, he's asked to mo- be moved to tomorrow. So tomorrow, uh, 9 o'clock hour, we'll talk with our buddy Greg Bedard, National NFL writer. And, hey, he started warming up to the Saints the past couple weeks. I can't wait to hear what he has to say after that beat down of Buffalo yesterday, over, the, over the weekend. But Saints preparing for the Redskins on Sunday. And I'm still working on it. we got to get a Redskins guest We didn't even talk about We didn't even mention it. That the, or I don't think we've mentioned it. Did you see it, by the way? The Saints brought in Mike Westoff. Oh, did they really? Yeah. I know. I see the see special that. teams. Yeah, came out of retirement yesterday. Wow. Yeah. I, mean, I can't believe we've... I totally forgot about that yesterday. Special fine, though. I mean, the Lutz has been making all his field goals. and I just saw um, that Sean Payton was talking. I mean, the, been, the Saints just tweeted out a quote from Payton about it. Morstead's been uh, punting well. Uh, Peyton said, I felt like we needed help. He can bring a level of experience to our group. Sometimes about what can happen during success is you lose track where you need to improve. So there you go. That's cool. I wonder if, I, I bet uh, Josh Ennis, our midday uh, guy, he's good buddies with Westoff. So I wonder if he's going to get him on the show. Yeah, maybe. Good good guy to get on. Westoff's been around years. And, yeah, I mean, 68, 69, 69 years old. 69 years yeah, old. Yeah, he is old, man. It's been around a while. Seen and done a lot in the NFL. Like I, I, if I was him, I would figure out how to stay sixty nine forever. It's a good addition, though. That's a good addition to to the staff. But again, I, like I don't know. The special team has been fine as of late. I'm a, big, I'm a big fan of the number sixty nine. Yeah, I know you are because you're twelve. But Sean Payton and Mike Westhoff. Sean Payton says I uh, felt like we needed the help. Felt like he could bring a level of expertise to our group. So. I like it. We'll see. We'll see what he could bring. That's literally the quote I just read. Thank right. you very well, much. Well, I just saw somebody else tweeted it out. Yeah. All the media keeps tweeting out the same quotes, so you you reread them sometimes. Well, way to go! No I'm kidding. From Herbie to Josh Katzenstein, Sean Payton having his uh, teleconference, I guess, right now. Yeah, I always love the teleconference. 
I don't. It's just, especially when other guys don't understand how to put mute on their phones. You hear people like chewing in the background. Well, what's wrong with hearing somebody eat a sandwich? <laughs> there's, there's been somebody like like a freaking uh, teletyper back there. Oh yeah, that's a transcript lady, right? It's yeah, like court it's recorder like, or whatever. Yeah, that was the crate. Like when we went to the World Series, I had never seen that before. Oh, actually, that's in awesome. the press conference, yeah. they had the woman in there just hammering that stuff out, and she's like looking around. And I was just so impressed. I was like, "This is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life." Because <laughs> I've never been in court. It was like unbelievable to watch this woman just pound away, and she's literally got every single word, and it's sent out instantly. Yep, she sits there right there in the front row, typing away. And then she'd get on her phone and start doing a uh, Tinder during when she was waiting for each press conference to start. I was like, "Oh, this woman's about it. She's she's not only typing, you know, what she's doing for her job, but then in between, you know, press conferences, she's hitting up Tinder for uh, you know a little little booty action." Um, <laughs> so AJ Klein has not been practicing. Kenny Vaccaro was limited. That's your update on injuries with the with the Saints. That, that's more amazing to me, too. I mean, last week they didn't have Vaccaro. A.J. Klein gets hurt early in the game and leaves, and they still were, bit, were able to beat down the Bills defensively. It's just it's almost like a Mex-Man up mentality with the defense. Did One you say Mex-Man, like Mexican? Yep. It's a Mex-Man mentality. <laughs> uh, I did see Pro Football Focus put out their top-graded quarterbacks through Week 10. Care to guess the top four? Through week 10, this is Pro Football Focus? Yeah, top four. Uh, by the way, I love Pro Football Focus. They're the freaking best. <laughs> top four quarterbacks in uh, the NFL. Jared Goff? Goff is not in the top four. Well, then then I'm done with it. That's stupid. This is the, already the dumbest list ever. Carson Wentz? No. Okay, then this list has no validity at all. <laughs> This is again another. It has to do with everything. I don't give a crap. Touchdowns, interceptions, sacks. Okay, guess guess what? Golf and Wentz are playing as good as anybody in the league. That that list is dumb. And again, it's more. That's more proof that pro football focus and people taking it seriously are idiots. You cannot put number values on this crap and and expect everybody to to sit here and listen to what you say because you think you're thinker. You think you're preaching. Golf has four interceptions and three fumbles on the year. Okay, that shouldn't. <laughs> that that keeps him off. Of, so give me the top four. Just give him to me. Just guess. I, I don't know. Because I, clearly I'm never going to get it because it's going to end up being like freaking Case Keenum. Number four, Russell Wilson. Okay. It's Not big, better than Golfer Wentz this year. It's a big reason why Seattle's still very much in the hunt because of that offense. It's not better than Golfer Wentz. defense has really taken a step back in Seattle. Yeah, you say that, but they're still beast in fantasy football. Number three, Matt Ryan. The very reason why Goff the and Falcons Wentz. are still alive. Golf and Wentz both having a better year than him. I don't know. What's Matt Ryan's numbers? Uh, how, how can you say that? Have you not watched those teams? And then the, First of all, the teams are way better. Like Those two teams, the Eagles and Matt Rams, Matt Ryan are last awesome. week was 22 of 29, 215 yards, two touchdowns. Okay, that's one week. And weeks prior, 313, two touchdowns, 254, two touchdowns. Okay, Golf and Wentz are having better seasons. Ryan's been pretty consistent, man. And then I know that golf and wins aren't up there in the, you know, they're in the they're in the top. Let's see, where's golf? Golf is seventh in the league in passing yards. Uh, number two on the Pro Football Focus list, Tom, uh, Drew Brees, number two, and Tom Brady, number one, the highest yeah, I, graded, I love highest Drew. graded quarterback. We all love Drew, but it, compared to a normal Drew year, I mean that's. But you're going with like sexiness. Like, this is a fit. Like, Drew Brees is this no, is one of his most efficient no, years. Trust me, I know. Like, I, I loved what he's done. I, I'm a little jaded because I, he's not giving me enough fantasy football. 
and it's irritating me. I took so, them high. Sorry, they decided to have a good run. Game no, this I'm year. good with them being better. It's just you know, it's getting to me a little bit. Yeah, because but be, again, that, that because that, the 400 yards and four touchdown games resulted in seven to nine seasons. So I'm good with the way no, they're playing I know, now. I know. I said I am too. I really am. I'm fine with. It. I can deal with it. It's just you know. I'd like to know. Look, we need to get somebody on for pro, for pro football focus. Find out what they. Put no, you into don't. This. Or at least if you do, make sure it's the day I'm not here because I'm and, not going to be very nice. And like, here's the numbers: Tom Brady, ninety three point eight; Drew Brees, eighty six point three. Like, what are the grades based on? Again, this is why this is the <laughs> dumbest crap ever. Like, it, it's stupid. Like, I am totally in with the analytics movement and you know basing a lot of things off numbers in baseball and basketball, football. Bleep off with your stupid projection whatever it's pretty impressive a 40 year old your 40 year old guy watch with your eyeballs now i'll agree that brady last brady week is incredible brady last week 25 for 34 266 three touchdowns no interceptions i can get down with brady being number one he's ridiculous for sure that's and stupid why is, why is it why is the guy that old playing that, that because level he's good still? how about this he's got two picks again this year that's it so far through nine <laughs> games he had two last year this guy this guy hasn't had 10 or more picks in a season since 2013 he doesn't he make mistakes and he's got no. and, he, and for like the past five six years he's had bad offensive line play like they like, do you have any they've doubt had scrubs playing on the o line and when, it doesn't when, matter when you see these they've const- had scrubs at receiver when you see Chris these Hogan. when you see these reports that they that he has you know said in the past that he wants to play till he's like forty five, I have no doubt in my mind he's going to play till he's forty five. Like I, I really don't. That's why they traded Br- Brissett and Garoppolo. They're right. like these guys well, are going to play. They're going to trade Brissett either way. He he's not a future NFL quarterback but but, or starter. But even if they even if Brady were to hang it up, like they, they're. Or I mean, like he's not gonna hang it up. Like there's those guys there's were never no gonna point. play. Like why would he does? Yeah, he, he makes a ton of money. His team is really good, and he keeps winning. Like there's no point in retiring, at all. Well, it's. Uh, I, I hope he does soon. Maybe if they win another one this year, maybe he can just hang it up because. I'm sick of Tom Brady and the Patriots. Well, I don't. Like, I don't think that you're going to get what you want. Like when you bring kids to the, you bring the kids to the playground and you let them play, and you know one kid's on the swing and he won't get off. Hey, give somebody else a turn. Give somebody else a turn. Nah, he's not going to do that. Sorry, he's he's more worried about winning. He's well, kind of good at it. He's pretty good. Did you see the story on Steph Curry? No. He's planning to teach a basketball, teach basketball classes online. According to ESPN's Chris Haynes. He's not going to teach any defense there, I tell you that. The NBA champion Steph Curry said, if I think about where I was when I was 13, if I had access to this type of curriculum, I would have been a much better curriculum. I would have been a much player, much better player faster. It took me a while to learn how to practice and do the drills the right way. I want people to see how I invest in my game, how I train, what I do in my workouts, and what's my mental approach. So when the opportunity with Masterclass came about to put a class together where I could show people my unique way of playing this game, it was a natural fit. The goal is for everybody to get better and enjoy basketball more. Have you seen his new hairdo? Yeah. It is the worst set of hair I've ever seen. Worst head of hair I've ever seen. What is that that he... Steph Curry. It's like cornrows, right? No, it's stupid. It looks dumb. Why do you care about this man's hair? Because he's, first of all, I just, I cannot stand looking at him chewing on his mouthpiece. (laughs) It's pretty gross. It is one of the worst things going in sports. I, I just don't like him because he plays for the for the Golden State Warriors, and on top of that, he's got this new goofy ass hairstyle that you know. It, you look like an idiot. You keep doing that. 
I've heard about these master class online classes, though. Like, what they do is they need they, a new name for this because I'm thinking of something totally different when you keep saying master class. They bring in experts from around the world, you know, like around the world, around the country, to that are experts. Like, there's a cooking class taught by Wolfgang Puck. Like, you're getting the best of the best. Helen Mirren teaches an acting class. So, they bring in, you know, Ron Howard teaches a directing class. But the problem is, these classes are like hundreds of dollars. Okay. Well, I don't have hundreds of dollars to spend, and I'm not looking to get better at basketball, so I'm not going to do it. So that, But that's what I'm saying. Like, Steph Curry teaching this, how many little kids are going to beg mom and dad, hey, give me your credit card number, I want to watch many, this, and yeah. how many people is that actually going to help? Watching Steph Curry talk to them on a website. Probably quite a few. I mean, like, you know, you go when you're a kid, you mimic your game off of NBA players. Like, I can, as me as a kid, I tried to shoot like Steve Francis of the Rockets when I was a kid. Like, that was my thing. My favorite was years ago, JJ Reddick, right after he came out of Duke and like his first or second year in the NBA, he did a video on how to shoot free throws. And it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. He's like, so what I like to do is I bring the ball up here. And then I release right here. I'm like, oh my god, he's literally just showing you how to shoot free throw. Like, I'm like, okay, and like, where's the learning part? It was just like him just showing normal, set your feet, set your knees, and well, shoot a free throw. Well, it kind of matters mechanics and whatnot. I guess, and he's been one of the, you know, he's been career one of the best free throw shooters all through college and and the NBA. How but, would you do it free throws oh, right I, now? Oh, probably not good. I would just rake at him. I was a for me, I've always been a three-point shooter and a free-throw shooter. Sounds like a challenge. Oh, I think we absolutely should have a free-throw challenge. I would absolutely destroy you. We get with our, our buddy, the UNO head coach. Go over there, shoot oh, some free-throws. We just go over there with the Pelicans, do it at Smooth King Center. Um, big Baby and, and, yeah, and AD come out. They're probably not going to. They're probably not going to have you in well, That's there. fine. We can go to they, you. They better recognize. Yeah, they better <laughs> recognize. They see me. I'll be hitting corner threes. I, I, I'm the new Ryan Anderson. I bet everybody on UNO's team would shoot outshoot you at free throws. Well, of course they play basketball every day. I would outshoot the hell out of you, though. Well, yeah, challenge not accepted. I'm not. I know how you many are. how many free throws are we doing? I have a, I have a gank. Dave, you're in on arm. this too. Dave, you're in on this too. No, I'm 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 the bench warmer, man. Who am I going to take on in this? Dave, I want you to be the coach. Come wear a suit with a clipboard. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Those coaches' shorts, pull them up above my belly button. And then rip your uh, rip your sports coat off and get yell at the ref. That's what I want to say. You see. give me 50 free throws right now, I bet I hit 35. Mm. How, much hair you, how much hair do you have? Uh, we got to shave Larry's head. We'll, we'll just do it all one fell swoop. So, so I mean, I got, I, I'm starting to recede. So Larry, good. Larry made that bet, right? He, he yes, said he would he shave his head. Did it's going to be epic? Wow. Well, yeah, we, we got to hit ten wins though. But I mean, like you know, we're on a seven game winning You're streak at right seven now. Seven and two, yeah. So yeah. winning three, three more. I I think the Saints can get there. So yeah, we're we're, we're going to yeah. do something up pretty good. We're either going to go to a ballroom or something, but we're going to do a, do a do a live show and stream it and everything. It's going to be so a is, hoot and a nanny. So is Larry going to like outright be rooting against the Saints every week from here on? Out? No, like, no, no. Like he, I hope they lose. He, he's being quite uh, uh, magnanimous about the whole thing. Team I mean, player. Yeah, well, he's happy to see him winning, you know, even though he's a dirty journalist who, you know, wants to be critical about stuff. But yeah. he's, you know, it, hey, he brought it on himself. All right, let's, uh, let's, right, who's doing the shaving, by the way? Is it going to be you? I don't know who's going to do it. Probably Jeff Duncan. Yeah. Let's grab a quick break here. We'll come back. We'll uh, continue the conversation. Chris Gordy show on a Thursday. Chris Gordy now. Duncan Holder next at 10 on Sports 1280. New Orleans. 
yourself suffocating Does the pain I feel like we need to play highlights from the Pelicans game last night over this. Stupid Raptors. And, and Boogie Cousins on the break. Oh, he turns the ball over and the Raptors throw it down. Uh, Pelicans fall last night. Snapped their little win streak they were on. Fall to the Raptors. 125-116. Raptors are on a little bit of a tear here. Scoring a lot of points. Yeah, well, obviously one of the better teams in the East. Been one of the better teams in the East the last few years. And they uh, played like it again last night. Have been playing like it. And that's... You know, the- they're on a back-to-back lost, on the road. They lost a one-point game at at Boston, and the Celtics have been on an absolute tear. But that's four of the last five that they've won. And look at check out the point totals they've been scoring: one twenty-five, one twenty-nine, one twenty-two, one nineteen. And they're doing it pretty balanced too with Demar Derozan, Kyle Lowry, Valachunas. I mean, they've got a lot of different Man, guys. Came off a win against the Rockets the night before, so that was yeah. Pretty big for them to go and get a back to back on the road, finishing up in New Orleans against the Pell. I mean, so just, look, it's not a bad it's not a bad loss for the Pelicans because that's no. a really good team. But like we said, some of these home games, you want to knock out wins at home. I mean, you just had an ugly game against Atlanta that you were able to eke out. But the now good you, news is you only have to see uh, Toronto one more time. Or they, they already played Toronto once. They played them twice. They played. They played them twice. They played them yeah. in Toronto see, last I'm, week. I. I NBA scheduling just screws with me too much. They, they, so fr- it's, every, it's all so funky. So now they go tomorrow night, late night oh. game on national television. ESPN tomorrow night, 9.30. They will be in Denver. So that'll be a fun, uh, if you're out at the bars or whatever tomorrow night, that'll be a fun one to watch yeah. late night. Only uh, only two games in the league tonight, but one of them, by the way, is really, really good. TNT tonight, 7 o'clock, Warriors-Celtics. Wow. In Boston? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. The nightcap's not good. Rockets, Suns. <laughs> wow. Beat down. Yeah. Coming. I mean, if you want to, I think Chris Paul may play in that one, though. Yeah, so. he's making his return. Uh, CP3 out there. Yeah. But, yeah, that's a good one. But Warriors, if Celtics win that one, I mean, they are, they are really, really good this year. Yeah, they're 13-2. and two. So far, best record in the league, and they started zero and two. And they're without they're like the, they're like the Saints. They lost with, the first two yeah. games and then went on a run. Yeah, they're thirteen straight wins, and they're doing it without Gordon Hayward. Not going to happen this season. Yeah. yeah, when they get Gordon Hayward back next year, they should be pretty good. Hey, news news flash to LeBron that that Kyrie Irving guy is pretty good. I don't know why you don't want to play with him, but I don't think it was LeBron. It was Kyrie. I think it was a mutual. I, I really don't. LeBron said, "Get the hell out of here," and then they got Isaiah Thomas, who hasn't played yet. Well. The Cavs are a mess so far. They've won, what, four or five straight now? Third, no, excuse me, three straight. They, I'm telling you, shot, I, I, I'm not a huge LeBron James fan. I'm a huge I'm a fan of the greatness that he is watching him play basketball when he's really good. I just think he's a mega ultra douche off the floor and a big old softy and uh, doing things to hurt society by being a little bitch on social media. Um, but, you know... Thanks to them last night because they made me money. It was a good night. How about this stretch for the for the Pelicans though? After they go to Denver tomorrow night, which is going to be tough, thin air up there in Denver, they come home for the Thunder and the Spurs. <laughs> good God! Monday night against the Thunder, Wednesday night against the Spurs. Now the one saving grace is the Thunder have not figured it out with their chemistry yet. No, they've won three straight. They're now back at five hundred. Well. But they've had some early season falters. No, for sure. And, and w- let's be real. Their last two wins up against the Bulls and the Mavericks, two you of the got, worst teams. You so. have to get it going, though, and they've gotten it going. But after that, then you go to Phoenix, which should be a win. But then you go to Golden State. Good Lord. 
Who made this schedule for the Pelicans? It's tough, but then you get to the stretch where it's super easy. You know, you have the super easy games right in front of you. Like we've been talking about, you gotta you gotta get through the stretch. You know, as close to five hundred as possible. We got the to tough see- stretch, and then you take care of business where you need to take care of business. We got to see a little bit more Rondo last night, and you know, four points on two of four shooting, but the eight assists is good. Yeah, in in what what was it? Fifteen minutes or twenty four, minutes? Fourteen. Fourteen minutes. Okay. Yeah, eight assists in fourteen minutes. Not good ratio. Bad. Good number. Added the steal. Added two rebounds. So I look. It's just going to take a little bit more time to work him back in. Like we said, you played against a really tough team in the Raptors, but I, I like you got to like what you've seen in the limited, very small sample size out of Rondo so far. It's only going to get better from here. Yeah, I mean, it should. He's kind of been known to spiral teams out of control and be a, you know. Oh, well, oh we have a Rondo we'll cut? play the Rondo cut. Can't just top of the arc. Hands it to Cousins, who drives and throws it to Cunningham. Here comes the curl. It's Rondo on the catch, and a layup is good for Rajon Rondo. That's the ball movement that you'll see with Rondo on the court, though. I think it's infectious to his teammates also. Yeah. I'm with it's that. Pl- pl- like, plus nine when Rondo night. is good Rondo and he's at his best, he has been obviously one of the best facilitators in the league for years. Now it's him having to do that and then being healthy and being on the floor to do it, which I think he's still capable of. And as long as his mindset is right, you know, he, he's on a team that he's enjoying, which I think so far is definitely the case. Yeah, he's going to do that. Um, it it's it has the possibility to make the offense lethal because of his ability to lead the charge when it comes to ball movement. Really only two ba- two guys having rough nights. Uh, Boogie was 9 of 19 from the field last night, so missed uh, over half his shots. 25 points, only 9 rebounds for him, and only 5 rebounds for Anthony, who had 19 I say that because both those guys have been killing it in the rebound department this season, and the fact they only they had 32 rebounds, the Raptors had uh, 37. You got out rebounded by the Raptors. Well, I mean, you got Anthony Davis and Boogie Cousins. Those guys yeah. should be in double digit rebounds every night. Both teams shot over 50 percent from the field in the game, so it's not like there was a ton of rebounds. I mean, hell, Toronto right. shot 60 and then shot 47 from three. Yeah, I mean, the di- they're not like they were clunking a bunch of shots. That was the difference. I mean, they shot 47. CJ Miles off the bench. They they hit 47. Percent from three, he shot thirty-seven percent from three, and and Etwan Etwan Moore just had a, a rough night from the, the field, four of twelve shooting. I mean, as a team, the Pelicans number wise, they if you shoot like that, like they did last night, most nights you're going to win. Uh, they didn't last night; it just sucks because their defense wasn't all that great. And Toronto shot the you know what out of the ball. I like the pieces they have, though. I mean, you, I'm starting to like Dar- Darius Miller's been a force off the bench for him. Uh, you know, Jameer, Jameer Nelson could still play a little bit. So, um, even Dante Cunningham in a nice. I mean, normally he's a nothing. No, in, man, in they're the, going to have to make adi- they're going to have to make additions before the trade deadline. There's no doubt about that. But they look, they're, they're it's not perfect. They're still working it together. They're still trying to get it all figured out together on the floor. But you feel good about it still, and should have some optimism that it's going to pick up and you know, there's going to be better basketball, and you're going to you're going to enjoy it on top of it. So they'll be in Denver tomorrow night. Of course, we'll have that game for you over on our sister station, WRNO 99.5. And you can hear the Pelicans and the Nuggets taken uh, to the court a 9 o'clock pregame, I believe, 9.30 tip over there. And again, national television on ESPN. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, you're going to watch it out at the bar? Tomorrow night? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I might have to hit DVR and watch it Saturday morning because I think I got a hot date tomorrow. There night. you go. Dating apps is are working Wonder for Woman? you. No, yeah, actually, is the chick that's yeah. dressed up as Wonder Woman. 
And this is date number two, so you know what that means. Jackpot. <laughs> means you have to hold the door open. Well, I always hold the door open. I'm a gentleman. I'm one of those people that holds the door open wherever you go. I open the door in the, for the car. We went to always. Di- we went to dinner. Always la- do that. We went to dinner last night, and I went. Uh, I opened the door, and there was a lady walking towards the door. So my girlfriend walks through, and then I held the door open still for the lady leaving. And she walks out. She goes, "Oh, thank you, a true gentleman for once." And I was like, "Because well, people don't do it is anymore." Is she saying that to me that like I'm not normally a true gentleman, or is that just like in general that I think no that's one, a very general statement? No one ever yeah. holds the door open for. Her. I mean, think Men about are it. Scum. Do you ever see people do that anymore? Like, I don't know. That's just how I was in the ra- South. Yes. Yeah, that's how I was raised to, us, to, to open the door for women to you know to do it. Yeah, us, do all those us things. Us traveling up to New York and to L.A. It is very different in those cities. Oh my God! I opened the door for, for so many people and held the door open for so many people. Never you got. You do thank that you. in New York. You get people look at you funny. Like, yeah. What are you I was doing? Like, okay. You're supposed to let the door slam in people's faces. Yeah. There. That's a jerks. All right. Quick break here. We'll come back. Uh, two more segments to go here on the Chris Gordy Show. A lot more stuff we got to get into, including. How about a fun DUI arrest in Austin, Texas? We'll oh, touch everybody on loves that. DUI arrest. We'll touch on that after this. Our All-Stars bring you the inside knowledge for your home teams. Sports 1280, New Orleans. Welcome back in, Chris Gordy Show here I on a sw- Thursday. I swear, Gordy, I'm going to really at some point get violent with you, you know, for a, playing this crap. You know, it says a lot about you that you're worried about bump music and radio. Tuna back at tuna it's back not that I'm worried about bump music. It's that I hate this song, and it's the worst. I like this song. I watched The Voice again last night, not by choice. How and, many nights a week is that damn show on? Apparently every single night. Every time I put on NBC, the, the voice is back. I didn't watch much of it. Good I watched God. it for like 10 minutes, and then I went and put the Pelicans game back on. So I guess like American Idol would do that. Like they'd have like early in the week, they'd have they'd have like the, the competition, then they'd have the voting show. I don't I mean, know. But Blake Shelton's on it. He's just the worst. No, he's not the worst. Miley Cyrus is the worst. By the way, our company, iHeart. Is uh, going to be doing a singing competition show, of course, because the four. You know, you need you need more singing competitions. If it's a success with other networks, we, why we not, have a local uh, one here in town. Oh, that's right. How's that one doing? I don't, I, watch, I don't I know. Don't I refuse to watch it. Yeah. I hope they get the guy. She bangs. She bangs. Hey, William Hung's made a nice career, has he? For himself, yeah. I just saw this uh, tweet tweeted out from uh, at dead end barbecue it is a barbecue spot in knoxville tennessee okay it's a picture of the chef with his arm around john gruden and says john gruden says to stop in for a bowl of chili today and every comment on the post is when was this taken everybody's freaking out everybody thinking that this is it's leveraged people he's going to take the buccaneers job you really think so yes 100%. No See, I'd, way. I'd put the favorite. You don't think so, Dave? I'd no put way. the favorite. Yeah, no. The favorite for Gruden right now would be stay in TV. He's the highest, one of the highest paid employees at right. ESPN. But did you Why not, would you again, leave that? Did you get, y'all saw, y'all saw Hard Knocks? He was there at training camp a bleep ton. Well, because his, he still his lives little office there. is right down the street Yeah, I know there. that. Why would the man, if he wants, he wants to get back. Come on, we can all agree he's going to coach again at some point, right? I don't know. I mean, I've been, we've been saying that for a decade. Like, right. I can, I still feel confident, and he's talked about it. I think openly enough that he is always going to be interested in looking to get back into it at some point. Although, if my he's if going my, to get paid a bleep ton of money to come back, the Buccaneers love him. You know, he's the he's the they gave him the Super, and he likes Jameis Winston. And like, if I got to come back and work with Sean McDonough next year, hmm. I, might, I might get back into coaching. But McDonough sucks. I'm with you. He's the worst. 
I'm with you. Bland of all bland. But this is I don't watch Monday Night Football most of the time. You know why? The matchups are terrible. Yeah, how about that? Like they have the one like NBC uh I think gets second second rights, right? Monday Night Football gets first rights on what the, the games they want to pick. They have, like I guess before the season, it's is hard. That, I don't think that's the case, is it? I think it's Sunday Night Football gets priority because Sunday Night Football rates better. Well, Sunday, but Sunday gets the rights throughout what towards the end of the season to flex, like they can move the games of most interest. Monday Night Football's locked in; they got to pick yeah, all those I mean, games they, before the season because you can't move it. You can't move a team from Sunday to Monday. Correct. So, yeah, I mean you're locked in, so they're having to make those guesses before the season, like who's going to be good. Well, then I think there's also the rule: doesn't every team have to play at least one game on Monday night? Everybody has to play a primetime game. Yeah, doesn't matter which one it is. They have to play at least one primetime game. Five zero four two six zero twelve eighty. Let's get Al in here real quick. Al, what's going on, man? I just fell hung off. up. All right, whatever. Way to go, Al. Um, Thanks for juking us. But it does suck. Like you got to make those. Uh, you got to make those. Schedule those games before the season, and and like we talked about, they, let's see what they, is Thursday night football this week is Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Yeah, it's a battle of first place teams tonight. Sunday night football is Cowboys and Eagles. It's a good one. Monday night is Seattle, Atlanta. Yeah, that's a really good one. Is it? That's that's a both those teams are still fighting for that playoff for no, playoff spots. It's, it's one of the better matchups on paper that we've had for a Monday it's a battle night football of game. Wild card teams. So let's go be... ahead and look at next week. Next week we got third. All right, we have um. Obviously, Thanksgiving Day football. We got some great matchups. You know, wait, have, you wait, seen wait. The, have you seen fill, the schedule for? Th- fill me in on those because we were talking. <laughs> I was talking with somebody yesterday about that. They said, "Oh, well, you know, we got the Lions and the Cowboys. Who are they playing on on Thanksgiving?" There's only one game, honestly. It's gonna be worth a damn. It's the first one. It's Lions and Vikings. Okay, yeah, it's a good one. Vikings are, get, are the best team in in that division. And Chargers Cowboys the mid afternoon. Oh God, the nightcap in they the NFL. Get, they couldn't get a better opponent for the. No. Uh, Here's the nightcap in the NFL. Redskins and Giants. Well, that'll be a beatdown. Sunday night football next week. Green Bay, Pittsburgh. Bleh. That's the one that yeah, should get but flexed that, out. But that's, Monday know. night football the week after that. Baltimore, Houston. Oh, my God. What a bleep show that's going to be. <laughs> Flip to week Might 13. Might be Ryan Mallett versus Tom Savage. Week 13, we get Thursday night football of Dallas and Washington. And then we get Sunday night football, Philadelphia, Seattle. That'll be a good one. See, but like Dallas, night, Wa- Dallas Washington's a rivalry. Like that. Right, no, I'm not, complaining. For... I'm not complaining about that one. I'm so, but then you go to the Monday night schedule, week 13. Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. Oh, my God. <laughs> Again, rivalry. Those teams have a lot of bad blood with one yeah, another. One Remember, team is terrible, the Va- other one's bad. Vontez Burfick's liable to, to rip somebody's head off. Of course, week 14, we get Thursday night football with the Saints against the Falcons. A massive, that's going to be a massive game. That week for Sunday night football, we have Pittsburgh-Baltimore. And then we follow it up with a Monday night matchup between the New England Patriots and the Miami Dolphins. Oh, God. Week 15? Will Jay Cutler still be the quarterback then? Um, I'm going to say no. Week 15, we get Thursday Night Football, which is another blessing. I love of Indianapolis we're running, we're running and through, Denver. I just want to just pointing out how terrible every it's one of these games. We get starting week 14, we get sat or 15, we get Saturday Saturday, Saturday Night Football or Saturday Football. We get two games on that Saturday, a couple of terrible matchups. Monday night that week is Tampa Bay Atlanta. Like Monday Night Football, like you said, they are so bad at picking the schedule and figuring it out. They got to start looking at those games and going, "All right, so let's start talking about what's what's Tampa got to do this off season." Uh, oh man, we uh, like you got to have all those stories ready so to go. Week sixteen, we get two Monday games because that's Christmas Day. We get Texans and and Steelers, bleh, and then we get Eagles and Raiders. 
That's a nice Monday. Yeah, but Raiders, Raiders are. I, mean, I don't know, man. They're they, still playing they or gonna, something. Are they going to be out of it? At That's that it point? for Monday Night Football, by the way. That's it. They could be out of it at that point, and the Texans will be out of it. The Steelers are still very much in this in the AFC. So the Raiders are not out of it. And they won't be out of it by then. What have they done as of late? They're four and five. Yeah, they're below five hundred. Okay, they're past a ga- the halfway point. They're a game. Yeah, a lot- they're a game back of the second wild card spot. They're two games back of their division lead. They got to run off some wins though. Okay, but they're only two games back of their division lead. Like they're not out of it at all. You want to try Al again? Yeah, give it a shot. Let's get Al in here. Al, what's up, man? Why do we all assume for years and years that Gruden would be a great college coach? I agree. I'm with you. He's got zero. Coaching in in college, right? I mean, it's it, right, it, right. Another lemon, Herm Edwards. They got all the cliches, all the stuff. They don't have the guts <laughs> to get done. They do. They got, I got this. Here, I got. If we're going to five o'clock in the morning, blah blah blah. blah. You got five o'clock in the morning. You got to go to work. Right. We have to get there. You also happen to mention one of my un, most unfavorite places to visit. Start from Mississippi. You all have been there. Yes, I have. I'm, I have it, but I've heard it's horrible. I've been to their one bar downtown. Oh no, I got the best. It's better. There are two things to do in Start from Mississippi. Make love and play football. And when former Browns' Kyle dies, there's one thing left to do: play football. That's what you have to remember. But I knew, I knew you liked that. You have a sense of humor. You know that. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Al. Appreciate it, man. Sure, Al's, man. Al's calls are always great. He said, "Make love," right? He did. Okay, good. So it's the right thing to say. I mean, I don't know if you necessarily are making love with a woman from Starkville, Mississippi. I think that's more of, um, you know, whoopee. There you go. They're just they're just having babies. Don't that's do it. Don't do it in the summer. There could be a stank to it. That's all they're doing there. Uh, did you see Facebook is going to stream exclusively forty seven college basketball games this year? Okay. <laughs> Let me guess. Those matchups are going to be like Texas A and M Corpus Christi versus oh, no. Ooh La La. Yeah, you'll have like UC Davis against somebody. Like games no one will ever watch. I, I admire Facebook trying to make. And I look. I think in the next four or five years, maybe the next two to three years. I think ESPN's going to have to sell on some of these TV deals, and you're going to have these companies like Yahoo and Facebook getting exclusive rights to, to think, things like Thursday Night Football. I've watched baseball yeah, games. Amazon football. Prime's got uh, Thursday Night Football. I mean, That's right, they do. I've been, I've been, I mean, did you think about the uh, the, Saints, watching, the Saints London? Or not, the, it wasn't the Saints London. There was another London game. They did just yeah. the Yahoo special or whatever. Right. Like, that's... Yeah. I've been watching games on my phone for well over five years now. I, I did it a couple times How this year. How many people are watching? I, like To me, it's like the 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 30 to 50-year-olds. How many of them are watching events on, on their mobile devices? I think there's devices? more than you expect. Because the, the under 30s are definitely... Well, I think the 30 range you're definitely doing. But the uh, I, I think like, like I did it in um, when I was in Colorado. I uh, watched the they had the Astros game on a Friday night because Facebook MLB Facebook every Friday night puts one of the puts the puts a game on their Facebook page and I watched the Astros play on Facebook. It was odd. I'm sitting here. I'm like, man, you know, I'm watching a baseball game on Facebook, but it was just like watching it on TV. It's you know, it's a TV broadcast and it was great. It's the future, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, that's everybody's cutting cords and. You know, um, a lot. You can a lot also of, cut your antenna and listen to us on iHeartRadio if you want. People from twenty, but to, don't cut your antenna. People from twenty to thirty now are just that they'll. You know, you got the smart TV. You plug your antenna in, so you get all the I local channels. Have a smart channels. TV, and by the way, it quit working the other well, day. You don't even need. It doesn't even need to be smart. It's just an HD TV. You well, plug in your it's antenna. So, it's so smart that it doesn't turn on anymore. You get like a, it legit died. You get all the local channels in HD, and then you plug in your Apple TV or your Amazon Fire Stick or whatever. And I don't have either of those. I have a PlayStation. I just find everything on there. Well, you're 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 unique. No, I, 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 I use my Xbox. 
See? And and yeah. I, I plug in my laptop with an HDMI cord and I get it. It's all pretty looking. It's a lot of work. Though, I right? do that too sometimes. Yeah, yeah the HDMI cord. Hey, hey, pro tip here: if you got the uh, Apple TV, it you can sync your phone, and and anything you pull up on your phone will go straight to the TV. And you can watch it. You like know what? That. Also, the Apple TV does it costs money, and my HDMI cord that works for my laptop Man. doesn't cost me anything. Let me know. Let me know when it uh, drops below fifty dollars. Don't care. I, that's fifty dollars I've saved. <laughs> I, everything that runs off my computer, like they, like Dave was saying, when you hook it up with the HDMI, works just as good. Let's grab our last break of the morning. We'll come back, wrap things up. I still got to tell you about this. More uh, tech talk here on Sports Twelve Eighty New Orleans. I got to tell you about this DUI story versus uh, with this UT student uh, out there in Austin. We'll touch on that after this. Back to the Chris Gordy Show on Sports Twelve Eighty New Orleans. All right, welcome back in, Chris Gordy Show. Dave, don't freak out. We're still here. Don't worry. I was trying to. Gordy's trying to find something. I was trying to find this caller. Apparently, there was a caller that called in and sang to Coach O last night on the Coach's Show. Get out. See if we can. We'll see if we can find it here. Serenaded him. Let's let's just cue let's just cue up the show where it is and we'll see where. I, I hate to move you along, but you got a question for the coach. We got several people waiting behind you. I'm I'm, I'm gonna get to it. Uh, coach, yeah, man. kids nowadays don't have the pride that the kids used to have back in the day when they didn't have as much talent, but they had the pride in the state and in the in the school. And this doesn't sound conference. like a song. Nah, that's not the I, don't, I don't see that in the... I want to I, I wanna hear about the well, DUI. We like kids. We love them. <laughs> what do you think they sang? I don't know. I'd probably sing Baby Got Back. That's what I want to hear Coach O sing it. Yeah. Baby Got Baby Got Back. Uh, well, let me get to My the... anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hun. Zero chance Coach O knows that. Oh, song. there's a 100% chance he does. What are you talking about? Uh, let's get to this story. I've been teasing it the last couple segments. and A bizarre encounter involving a 21-year-old Austin woman, Austin, Texas. She was arrested Monday and charged with DWI after police say she crashed her car into a Japanese restaurant. Hmm. Don't see many Japanese restaurants. A lot of Chinese restaurants. I've seen plenty, plenty of those. I, mean, I had a gr- my, my great grandmother crashed her car into the grocery store one time. I've been told that story about four or five times. Was she drunk? No, she was okay. just old. She drove her like you know how the it, remember Randalls? Have you ever seen a Randalls? No. So in Houston, there's Randalls, and uh, it was like 1980 something, 1970 something, and uh, she drove. They used to have like the front entry, which was like. It stuck out from the building, so it was just like one level, and it was you know it was right there in the front. And they had the carts up there. When she drove directly through it, she like, take direct, anybody out? No, didn't take any. It was like yeah. seven thirty in the morning. She drove right through the damn thing, and the only thing she was worried about was did her Buick get messed up? Well, back but then, then those she, cars, but, I mean, but, those, that was like driving a tank. But she, the the guy from the from the grocery store told her apparently. You know, don't worry about it. But she kept, she showed up there every day until they sent her a bill. She paid for it. She paid for the store to be fixed Rightful, herself. Rightfully so. I know. She well, drove right through the store, though. Well, this girl's not going to be paying for anything. Um, anyway, the, back to the Other story. Jail. A 21-year-old Austin woman arrested Monday, charged with DWI, crashed into a Japanese restaurant. University of Texas police responded to the sound of the crash. So I guess this was like right on campus or right off campus. University of Texas police responded to the sound of the crash. They arrived at the scene to find a vehicle inside the restaurant with debris everywhere. 
When police removed her from her car, authorities said the student was, quote, verbally aggressive and stated she was fine. I'm fine. Leave me alone. At one point, University of Texas police said they informed her that Austin, the Austin Police Department would be arriving because the crash occurred within their jurisdiction. So UT police are right there. They're like, hey, look, we're going to hand you off to Austin police because this is actually their jurisdiction. She then tried to snatch her ID from the officer and run. As police attempted to handcuff her, she resisted arrest and said, quote, I'm a UT student. You can't arrest me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, they can. Police continued to arrest her and said they noticed her beginning to tense her arms. Police asked her if she was going to fight them, and she replied, hell yeah. The junior university it's student. a good move, telling the cops, yeah, I'm going to fight you. University student was eventually booked into a Travis County jail, so she'll be she'll be sobering up and not feeling... Not feeling very good about herself and her decisions in life. She I bet is, she's easy. Well, <laughs> she's a lady. Doubtful. Anytime you're driving around crashing into Japanese restaurants. I love the, the headline of the story that Longhorn, who allegedly said, I'm a UT student, you can't arrest me, is arrested. Yeah. You know, you're not entitled to anything when you're a, when you're a Longhorn. I love, I love the comments of the story, too. The first one, well, getting arrested sure beats getting assaulted by an Uber driver. That one's pretty, yeah. Those are those are the story. Like, how many people use Uber on a on a given on a on a daily basis? Thousands, yeah, thousands upon thousands across our country. I know people that have given up one their cars guy assaults somebody, and suddenly you got to fear for your life every time you're in an Uber. Gordy, it's the internet. Everything is worse in the world when you read the internet. Everything about the world is terrible, and you should never go outside again if you read the yeah, internet. You should never go work in Hollywood. You shouldn't do a damn thing. These, yeah, you know, there's terrible people in Hollywood now. The internet is. I'm legit looking forward to the day that we kill the internet, which isn't going to happen, but no. I want it to happen one day. I want it to die a slow, pa- not a, actually a quick, painful death. The uh, I saw earlier that uh, the, um, speaking of the Longhorns, they were number one in terms of you know the ESPN top 300 recruits. They have the most top 300 recruits right now in their signing class. So Tom Herman, look. That's what he did at U of cra- H. Crap, I mean- crap on him now and... Longhorns suck and all this. Okay, give that guy a little time. He's going to build something. Oh, he's going to do something big. I mean, something they, he, was, he did it at the University of Houston. I was, we talked about the guy earlier. Look at the look at the one player he got. That was I mean, he got a lot of players there, but Ed Oliver was a guy that should be playing at the UT or whatnot. Yeah. He got him to play at the University of Houston. One more uh, thing I want to hit on before we get out of here. The Pac-12 coaches have been complaining about these late-night starts to accommodate the conference's TV partners. Well, now you can add the Mountain West, West to the mix. They are in a current deal with CBS Sports Network and ESPN that expires in three years. That TV contract pays the conference over $100 million during a seven-year span. In addition, it puts games on uh, on television. The Mountain West games are streamed on Facebook, but that doesn't pay any money. Basically, what they're saying is the issue is they're, they're having to move these games late night to accommodate TV, but then they're not getting as much attendance, and like people aren't—so like so they're losing money. Whereas if they could just make it like a 2 o'clock afternoon game or something like that. But we all love late night football. Yeah, but who's watching Mountain West games on CBS Sports Network? Well, if there's if there's not a good game that's on the other channels, then yeah, I'll watch it. Whatever oh. the, which, Whichever game late night on Saturday nights is the best and, and closest, no, that's the one I watch. I agree with the Pac-12, like Arizona, Arizona State, games like that. But listen to this, Mountain West schools make $1.1 million each. Boise State gets an additional $1.8 million. That was due to the Broncos when they were being wooed by the Big East. To keep the school in the Mountain West, the conference agreed to a deal that gave Boise State more money and more ESPN appearances. That's why Boise's always on ESPN. Like, 
they're always playing those Thursday or Friday night games or late Saturday night games. They're always on ESPN. I did not know that. The Blue Turf. They didn't make. It. They made a great move not going to the Big East. But Mount, Mountain West, not a good deal for them. No. They want to rethink that. All right. That's going to do it. The show is in the books. We, uh, we ran through this one. We'll be back tomorrow, live and local. We'll have Greg Bedard will join us. Ken Trahan will catch us up on the prep football playoff scene and a whole lot more. Stick around. Duncan Holder coming up next. See you.